This is the Hard Mark Podcast, starring Eric Donaldson and Ryan Murphy. Hey everybody, welcome to the Hard Mark Podcast. My name is Eric Donaldson. With me is Ryan Murphy. And the reason I didn't go through all of his different titles today is because I actually have a note to myself. And uh, maybe as I'm getting older, I'm a 37-year-old man, Ryan. Uh, maybe I, I'm a little bit forgetful, but I have a note here. And maybe you can shed a little bit of light on why I have this note here. This note says, snake correction at the fucking start. What could that, what could that note possibly be in regards to that, that it would say, snake correction at the fucking start? Is this like a quote of mine? Uh, I mean, let's, 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 let's kind of take ourselves back. So, so this is now episode 24. Welcome everyone, uh, to the oh, podcast. Fuck. Episode 23. <laughs> if I, okay, if I remember yeah, right, yeah. if I really strain hard enough, uh, I seem to recall that we watched a match featuring Jake, the snake <laughs> Roberts versus Rick, the model Martel. And in that match, towards the end of that match, uh, a, a snake was presented in this match and, and it was uh, uh, taken out of a bag and it was draped over another human being. And then it was slithering around on, in, on the mat in the ring. And you made some fairly bold claims <laughs> within that episode, Ryan, if I'm not mistaken, which if I'm mistaken, I felt passionately about them. Right. And so I think, correct me if I'm wrong. Mm. After we finished recording last episode, which if you haven't already watched last or listened to last episode, I highly recommend that you do so. There's very few times where I finish our recordings and think that's the best thing we've ever done. I definitely felt that way after the last episode. So if you haven't listened to it yet, listen to that and then come back to this. This will be a little companion piece to it. But uh, you made some very bold claims on the episode. And then we went and we rewatched the end of that match to try and verify. And I believe that we came to the consensus that that was, in fact, a real snake. First of all, (laughs) (laughs) I feel... I feel like I've been drug here today because you, you, insi- there was several messages like, okay, you know what? No, there's no more time to wait. You have to come here. And I feel like you, ca- you brought me here just, well, I don't think I know. Doesn't sound right at all. <clears throat> just for the snake correction. Comment. <laughs> uh huh. So at first pass, we're waiting. It, <laughs> it looked, and I think, Anyone else who may have watched it would have thought the same thing that this was. I did, I did go back and watch it, and I and I it may have been real. It may have been real. What do you snake. mean it may have been real? It was may it, have been real. We can't. It fucking was real, Ryan. Just say that you were wrong when you were spouting off bullshit, and we'll move forward. <laughs> I it, it probably it was probably a real snake that after it sec, was after, a real after snake. After second, it was probably a real snake. So it was a real snake for the record. It was a real snake, and also they did not do the bullshit with the bag where it was like not a real snake in the bag, and then they swapped <laughs> it out for a real snake mid-match. Those were both complete bullshit that Ryan was just pulling out of his ass. So that's so that's the snake correction slash retraction. Thanks for having me over. For thank that. you, thank yeah. you for joining. And so with that said, he is the man of a thousand compliments. Yeah, He's go. the soul skater, the Mater Dia Matt drama, the Tampa Bay topsider, the living painting, the talent, the snake whisperer, Ryan Murphy. Ryan, how you doing I'm today? Good. <laughs> Feel great now. Off to a good start. Yeah, it was. It was. It was off to a good start. Yeah. And, and the reason why you know I think it was important to start off 
with the the snake correction, the snake retraction, as it were, is because this show, the Hardmark Podcast, available everywhere that your favorite podcasts are found, uh, Spotify. Amazon has a podcast thing now. I didn't know if you... Oh. Yeah. yeah. Google. Lots of things have podcast things. But anyway, there's two pillars that our show is built upon. One is that I more or less know what I'm talking about. (laughs) And two is that you don't know anything about this world that I'm introducing you in. Once that balance is thrown off, Ryan, the whole thing's thrown into chaos. It's You can't make heads or tails out of it. It's topsy-turvy. Are you worried that your audience thinks I have more snake credibility? You seemed very confident in your bullshit last episode, and I just want to make sure... Looking back now, I still am a little confident in what I said before, so I may have rewatched it, and but hey. now kind of digging my heels in a little bit. No, you're, you're not. You already retracted. Okay. You, can't, you can't do that. You're so anyway, right. uh, welcome, everybody. Welcome to the Hardmark Podcast, episode 24, uh, finishing out season one. As, as announced uh, last last episode, finishing out season one with the last two episodes here, going in strong to the beginning of season two of Hard Mark. What an exciting time. It is exciting. For us, for the listeners, for everybody. It's exciting exciting for, for all the folks. Uh, I was thinking recently, Ryan, about... So last episode, you told us the story about you shooting yourself in the eye with a, a pellet gun. Did do that, <laughs> and, it, and it, the fact that I didn't know this, and it and it just came up, and it was suspiciously similar to the plot of a Christmas story. All these things struck me as that's some real Ryan Murphy ass shit. It was. <laughs> <laughs> it was. That's true. The more I thought about it, you know what else is some real Ryan Murphy ass shit? What's that? The fact that you've been on a podcast for a year and a half and you haven't told one single person that you know about it. That I know about. The- you haven't told one friend of yours, one family member that you're on a podcast. Greta knows. That's different. <laughs> she's, on, she's, been on, she's been on the podcast. Greta's dad knows. <laughs> <laughs> but like, imagine someone that you were like a fairly close friend with. Yeah. And then it just comes up, like, the topic of podcasting comes up, whatever. Yeah. And then you're just like, yeah, I've been on a podcast for two years. Yeah. (laughs) I would expect, like, the more I think about it, that's absolutely within your character to just be the guy that's been on a podcast for two years that none of your close friends had any idea about. Well, then maybe they'll see it someday. (laughs) You know what else is some Ryan Murphy-ass shit? Yeah. The fact that you've never listened to it. I listened to the first episode. Recently? No. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so this was like a while ago then. Like a long time. Yeah, we still had our house. Oh, yeah, that's been a while. Yeah, 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 that was the first time I, yeah. Mm -hmm. Were you listening to it with Greta? I was, yeah. Okay. Yep. And it was a really great experience, and that's why you've gone. She liked it. Yeah. (laughs) Either way, that's that's fine. But it just dawned on me. I don't have a, a, a reason for bringing these things up. I just the more I thought about it, I was like, you know what? Completely in character for him to not tell anybody and never listen to his own podcast. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, that's that's tough for me. That's that's tough to. Is sorry. it? No, yeah. it's not. Oh, you, yeah. you say that, but when you drive home, if it gonna... wasn't tough, I'd probably listen to more. Po- well, I mean, that said, I'm also like fairly lazy about getting around to this kind of thing too like 
I don't dedicate time to. No, we've established what you dedicate your time to. Driving <laughs> well, to Seattle, playing 90s hip-hop songs, and just a, sitting in front of your grandparents' old house, staring took a at picture. it. picture. I didn't sit in front of it. <laughs> One picture, Eric. Okay, noted. Got it. Yeah, that and city skylines. That's that's Ryan's Murphy's uh, favorite hobbies. Um, city skylines, the game? Yeah. Did we talk about this? We did. Okay. <laughs> Briefly, and which again was some real like that's not what I I would have expected like a Madden some or something or other yeah. like you strike me as a Madden guy Same not a game. city skyline. My mom guy. gets me Madden every single year the new Madden for Christmas. What a nice mom! She's great. I'm just that. So yes, I am kind of a Madden guy, but it's the same game every year. I've gotten sure. after you know 2004. I got a little old. Yeah, so I, you, haven't, I haven't had any since Madden '96. So you're <laughs> preaching to the city clock. skyline is. Yeah, I'm moving on from that. <laughs> Noted. Uh, spe- and I feel I'm not intentionally like attacking you. It may feel that way, especially as I'm like saying all these words out loud. But I sent you something, and I'm almost certain you did not watch it. <laughs> so the. Uh, Tony Tate, um, the Kendoing. No, 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 no. It's not the. It's not the Kendoing. Oh. Well, well, actually, did you watch that? <laughs> I haven't watched. it. Are you seeing fucking kidding me? I do want to. I do want to. Why haven't you watched? it? I just haven't gotten around to it. I want to. You already told. Okay, time out. You already fucking told me you didn't do anything since Thanksgiving. <laughs> I took a nap. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it! I was very oh. tired. Uh, so there's no. Okay, that's. I had forgotten about that. Okay, so there's two fucking okay, things. Okay, what was the other one? The other thing was the the mukbang follow up. Oh fuck! So a couple episodes ago, we we introduced yeah. ourselves to the world, the the wonderful world of mm-hmm. mukbang. Uh, I sent you a follow up message. You did featuring my favorite mukbang video, and I'm almost I'm pretty certain you didn't watch it. I was going to. I had plans <laughs> to watch it. Um, if you. Uh, you're, I'm surprised you haven't used school as a crutch this whole time. I, I, like that's the one thing I would. Do you actually, appreciate that? I would if it was true, but it's not. I don't, I don't use think. my school as an excuse. <laughs> Takes a study Just seriously. Who I am as an excuse. A, a legitimate, um, studious yeah. boy. Yeah. Okay, well in that case, let's do one quick thing because I, you need to see it. Should we just turn this into a mukbang podcast? Uh, let's see how the deathmatch episode goes okay. on 30. <laughs> yeah. and, and then maybe the okay. next 30 episodes are just kind of, you know, we, we talk about the backstory of different mukbangs. For the people. It, for the people. It's, we'll, we'll put it to a vote. Um, okay. So I have I have something queued up here. Uh, we can watch it. It's the video that I sent you. It's a muk, mukbang. Um, I don't think I... I probably don't need to give you much, back, much backstory. Basically, this is a dude... You've ever seen those fondue machines? So he's putting cheese in like a in a fondue machine, and it, this is his attempt at doing this um, for the very first time. I'm sure most people that are listening to this, because I think this did go viral to a certain point, so a lot of people have probably already seen this video. But uh, it'll cheese be- isn't like a new thing in like a fondue machine. Uh, no, that's, yeah, okay. Cheese, chocolate, yeah, yeah. Those are those okay. are staples. There's probably other things people do it with, but those are the two I've had. Okay. Buffalo sauce. That sounds weird and gross, but okay. uh, maybe that's a thing, too. Oh. All right. So this is going to be Tasty Hoon. I will post a link on our social media channels if there is anyone who is not. If you have not seen this, you fucking need to. You need to carve out some time for it. But let's we'll watch it. We'll get Ryan's reaction right now. <laughs> Why are you laughing already? <laughs> Just, you got to see this. You <laughs> <laughs> 
I know you get poo poo problems from that's cheese, but disgusting. that probably doesn't even look like that's, good cheese. Yeah. Even if you didn't have poop problems. Okay. <laughs> it's like scrambled eggs. Yeah, it does kind of look like scrambled egg. Thick, really like a thick. Scrambled egg fondue. Mm. Is this how you do it? Is this what like you put cheese and then it just kind of melts it and then it? I mean, I've never seen them start a fondue like process. I've just seen it. We're gonna running. We're, we'll see how it goes. Okay. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. A little stringy. It's got some fried chicken. Do you often think of fried chicken and fondue cheese? I do like fried oh. chicken though. We... Oh, <laughs> this is this is worth the watch to see the fondue machine get going. Yeah. You never see this. It's true. Oh, oh sh- <laughs> Okay. Is this what you wanted me to watch? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. I'm actually just as disappointed as he is that we're not actually watching. Like Within one week of, uh, of us watching that initial fu- like mukbang yeah. thing, this this came out and it enriched my life so heartily. And what, what year did this come out? This video? Yeah. This year. This year. It came out like, I don't know, at the time of this recording is probably like a month old. Oh, shit. Month and a half. He, maybe. Did you see him put the cheese on the? Uh, yeah. That was... We don't have to watch the okay. commercial for IMDb or whatever the fuck this is. But um, but yeah. So that's within a week and a half of me introducing you to mukbang. Mukbang reached its highest highest level of all time. It's like the Hulk Hogan versus Andre the Giant <laughs> mukbang happened right in front of my very eyes. And, and you were there. Yeah. Chef's kiss. Love it so much. Uh, I was actually hoping to see. The fondue machine kind of come to fruition and like, you know. Maybe. I, well, that's less exciting. Well, well I mean, it, it was unexpected. I, I would just, you know, like. I'll say that he did do a second try at it where he got it right. He got it right. Yeah. We don't need to waste the, the listener's time on, on kind of me and Trudy. But we'll maybe during the break, we'll we'll kind of catch you up on it. But I couldn't tell. I couldn't tell if he was laughing or like crying at first. <laughs> he looks, then he started to look upset. Like. Uh, the, the mistake he made was he didn't, uh, it was, it was too thick. The cheese was too thick and obviously it gunked up the blades. You got to boil it down. So it's more liquidy. Uh, that was the mistake that he made. I'm surprised that you can like, that's a mistake that can actually like, well, I, yeah. like if I were to make like fondue like that, mm-hmm. I would never expect that that could happen. No, well, I, I don't, I don't have a whole lot of experience with fondue machines. That's like the first one I've ever yeah. seen like you from yeah. beginning to end. But yeah, that, that, that seems shocking that it could just like <laughs> do so. That, like yeah. it hit him. Like, a, yeah, he was hit. It struck him. Yes. yes. And his reaction to, I don't even know how you describe it. He was kind of like shaking his forearms in front of his head. Again, if you haven't seen this, just, you know, stop this. Come back to it, but pause it. An Asian with a bowl cut. Like, it's just like. <laughs> that's, uh... he w- he's just, he's all about the mukbang lifestyle. Uh, okay, cool. So that's. Those are the rear view things. Those are the things. We had the snake retraction. We have weird Ryan stuff, and we have the mukbang. So now it is time, episode 24, 
We're moving forward. We're finishing out season one. And we thank everybody for spending the next, you know, hour-ish uh, of your time with the boys of the Hardmark podcast. Um, before we get into our topic, before we get into our match, did you know, we'll start start off with this. Did you know that Barbara Streisand, you're familiar with Barbara Streisand? Yes. Famous actress, singer. Sure. Short hair. I'm trying to. I. I mean, she's fucking old, man. She's had like all different types of hairstyles in her life. I'm trying I'm sure. to. I. I feel like I need to know this. I, I know who. I know the name. Uh, Did you ever see uh, Meet the Fockers? Yes. <laughs> of all the Actually, goddamn, one of, my of all the goddamn movies. movies for me to mention I, that you've probably seen that movie. I've probably seen that movie like 16 times. Shut up, Ryan. I saw it in theaters. I did too in Monroe. Yeah. Uh same. Maybe we were in the theater together. Be, yeah. Do you remember me shouting in the theater of Monroe? Man. We did it, Monroe. We got a movie theater. <laughs> oh, Woo! Because okay. I did do that too. Yeah. But no, uh, nothing she... should be surprising to me anymore with your reactions to these things. But okay, she was she was Ben Stiller's mom. Yes. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. We're on the same page. Of course. Got it. Good. Uh, did you know this about Barbara Streisand? She has cloned her dog twice. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, I'm here to tell you okay. that fucking dog got cloned two times. Um, like for real? I think this is real. Yeah. I mean, this—it's been a while since I added this note, so I don't—I <laughs> okay, okay. I can't 100% say, but I'm pretty sure it's real. How do you feel about cloning? Um, I don't know. I don't really have—I don't have an issue with it. You like, don't have an issue with it? I don't know. Like what? I—I I, I understand. Like. The concept, I don't know how it works, like what? Well, I think that, I mean, my limited understanding, I mean, this is a science podcast, so we are educating the people in, in many ways, but mm. uh, my understanding is you, you take some DNA, right? Like, uh, you kind of like take the, the, the stem cells. Sounds like stem cells. That's, that's yeah, it. it's a stem cell. But, but I don't understand, like, <clears throat> you know, what, what does that mean for the, the clone <laughs> For the clo- the The clone? The clone, I guess, what and, do you mean? and the cloney. I, I I don't know what that like, what that looks like, you know. Well, for the for the is it a real person? Well, it's a dog. Okay, but you're asking <laughs> me about cloning, like yeah. No, I don't. I mean, I I think it'd be. I mean, are we talking about human cloning? Because I'm ready to get real weird with this shit. If you are, yeah, I mean, I feel like you should. I, you've gonna... already led us down this path. Like, you want to stop at a dog? <laughs> um, Go for it. Hit me with your hottest. But I don't take. know, like the moral, like you know, like boundaries around cloning are, and like what that looks like. And well, I'm pretty sure they solved the whole cloning moral conundrum with the movie Multiplicity, which you know is just as good as Meet the Fockers, if not better. <laughs> uh, Michael Keaton uh, repeatedly gets cloned. Yeah. Eventually, his clones get dumber and dumber. Yeah. Uh, like copy of a copy of a yeah. copy, sort of thing. Uh, so JPEG. yeah, they, yeah, like a JPEG. <laughs> so they they solved it basically, is is what I'm saying, but. I mean, what do you mean they solved it? They just solved, you know, any problems that people had with it. Is that what the uh, just uh, just out of care, is that what the movie's about? Is like the moral like implications of like cloning? Is that? I mean, it's a comedy. Oh, okay. I thought I, I don't know this. I don't know this movie. Yeah, no, it's a comedy, and like all the clones like have sex with his wife, even like the really really dumb one. Oh, and uh, <laughs> okay, that sounds, sounds hilarious. It's pretty good. Yeah, okay. But uh, <clears throat> yeah, I, I, <laughs> if we're talking about this seriously, I suppose, which I didn't realize that you were going, <laughs> but I, I shouldn't be surprised about any of your reactions to these things. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's probably dubious at best. 
um, to to allow for cloning for humans unless there was like a really like I don't know. Let's say, well, I don't know. See, that's now you're making me think more about it. Fucking Cause, deep. Because I was initially I was going to go the route. <laughs> oh well, if somebody's like life is tragically you know cut short, let's say like they get hit by a bus or something. Well, that's not like you know natural means. Like why not give that person or the sort of that entity like a, a second chance at things? But I guess. You know, you're also robbing them of these same experiences that the original ver- version also had. You know, and then, you know, in the case of a child and there's parents, but if it's an adult who's getting cloned, like who's going to fucking raise this cloned adult thing? So, yeah, a lot of conundrums. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what that means. Like, do do they, like, have... Would you clone your favorite cat? If money was no object, would you well, clone my favorite? Would you clone your favorite cat? Your well, cat's have, starting to get up there. I have two favorite cats, Eric. I don't judge. Mm, All right. We know deep down you don't want to put it on fucking whatever we're recording on digital <laughs> format, but we know that you have a favorite. Would I clone my cat? Yes, your cat's getting up there. Well, you're, you clo- you're, it's in ill health. You're like, you know you what? You clone it as like like a kitten. Yes, is that how it works? It just kind of clones. <laughs> I don't- <laughs> Okay, yes. That part I can tell you. Yeah, it starts out it, it's it's basically it starts you take the yeah. Yeah, it's you're not restarting like a, the, a photocopy. It's it's yeah, you're restarting a life of the same like everything genetically is identical. You're just basically starting it over from a baby, a puppy, a kitty, whatever the case may be. Um I wouldn't go out of my way to do that. But money I, I, is no object. You have unlimited resources. Your cat that you love, your favorite cat of all time, it's getting old. Would do you? I don't think I would, but I don't have any like objection to anyone doing it. Why don't you think you would? Because I probably would. Like if I had like, I a, just don't like, think it would be the same. Like it, like you had like, and again, I want to like, I, I have no objection to anyone like doing. It. I don't think it's a bad thing. I just like for me, like it wouldn't be the same cat. Right. Like I, I get like you're, it's. Scientifically, maybe it's like identical. Sure, but it to me, like it wouldn't be the same cat. That's fair. Yeah. Well, uh, what about Greta? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Just raise her as if she was your own. Be yeah. great. Um. Yeah. I know. I don't know. But I. I think you should fucking like forge on with this like cloning and stem cell. Like I. Are I, you I, talking I, to me? Or? Just I. I <laughs> Does open anyone. yourself up to this like sure. if cloning starts to be a new thing that's just some pretty cool shit like right you know i'm not anti-cloning or anything <laughs> yeah, yeah. i just i just i don't think i would clone my cat because i wouldn't mm-hmm. feel the same like i would feel like it's a little bit like like synthetic like what if what if, okay we'll move on from this topic in just a, a moment <laughs> but i just had a, another thought like let's say that you have a kid mm-hmm. and you clone your kid and then you put this second clone kid in like cryogenesis, like a like a frozen a yeah. frozen state. Mm-hmm. Why? In case something happens to your first kid. That's the same thing. I was. I don't think like that's different because then uh, then maybe you're raising them. <laughs> yeah, the more I say, the more it sounds like a horrible idea. But you raise them together to a certain extent, but then the, before they start making memories, you separate them. And then you have one frozen in cryostasis, and then the other one you raise as your. How do you tell the difference? You mark them. Yeah, you put like a little. You uh, just put a sharpie. Sharpie on, there. on their hand or something. You dress them. In, hey, that's the one that wears red every day. 
That, that one wears blue. I don't know. I mean, the, these these are the ideas. But clones would have like the same like. Yeah, that's why you cryo freeze it. But they would when you clone like they would have the same. What am I looking for? Like feelings. Yeah, like kind emotions. of emotions. Sure, like the same self awareness, like yeah. all of that. They 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 yeah. do have that. That's a part of cloning. Oh well, this, listen to you, Mister. I don't know shit about cloning. Now you're speaking as if you're an authority on I'm cloning. Not expe- <laughs> but yes, I, are, that's yeah, the okay. idea. Is it's an exact replica? So if I was cloned. Yes, I would. Be, I would raise your clone baby. I'm not. Just, if that's where you're getting at. <laughs> I would have little Ryan. I can't imagine how I'd come up if that was the case. Like you would that. be riding your bike around the neighborhood. I'll tell you that much right but now. I would experience life as a, if like as I experience it now. Is that like what? Well, I mean, your life... Like, I died. So, I got hit by a bus. I was the guy who got hit by the bus. Right. I, I was cloned. Well, you got hit by a car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But my clone mm-hmm. would experience life as I do. I would be... I mean, you're... Uh, would I be the clone? So, in the... Like this, is, is, this did not go in the direction I expected <laughs> podcast number 24 to go into. But it, it's like nature versus nurture. So, the nurture or the nature part would be identical between the two of you. Like, you'd have the same genetics. Whatever you're disposed to genetically would be the same. But the nurture would be different. That could be like... I'm, I'm talking like the idea of like a spirit, right? Or like a, yes. your soul or something. Uh-huh. Like that idea. You also like, don't believe in ghosts. I don't. I don't. <laughs> Uh-huh. For the record, <laughs> but not worming your way out of this idea, ride. right? Like your your ability to like you know like perceive what's going on, and you like that that would would I be in that club? Is that how? It, no, no, it wouldn't be a shared consciousness. It'd be kind of, you, yeah, consciousness. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, no, you're you're your own entity. You do not you're you're not a shared consciousness with this other clone. Like it's its own completely separate thing. So okay. Yeah. But it, but it does have its own, you know, like yeah, like you probably have a lot of similarities, but yes, physically pe- and like physically yeah. and and again, like genetically, like I don't sure. like are people genetically predisposed to really liking baseball? I don't know, but we'd fucking find out with a clone Ryan Murphy. Yeah, it's just it's 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 interesting because like I you know like. What was my original question? What was the actual first thing that I... Oh, how did you feel about cloning? Well, I guess we've answered that. Mixed feelings. I don't have mixed feelings. I'm all fucking for it. Like, clone away. But you, like, you're, it's not for you. I wouldn't clone my cat. <laughs> Greta, yes. Cat, no. That's that's where we land on the cloning issue. That's, yeah. that's what it sounds like yeah. to me. <laughs> Great. So let's talk about wrestling. Uh, do you remember... And it's okay if you don't. Do you remember the last Survivor Series match that we watched where it was a four-on-four match between two different teams? I remember you being really hyped up about that match. I was. It's yeah. it's still, I mean, I think last episode's my favorite now. Up until then, I think episode 10 has been my favorite. And it's in large part because I love that match so much. Okay. Um, that match, if we take a look at the old list of... So the re- brothers? No, 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 no. You why it's you always grab hold of the weirdest things. Yeah, okay. Um it's number 9, it's Dream Team versus Million Dollar Team. So that match you do. That match <laughs> number 9. It's number 9 in oh. our list, top 10 of our 28 match list. So it's it's up there in the in the upper half. You enjoyed it. Uh but that was the debut of The Undertaker. 
Uh, that match had the American Dream Dusty Rhodes. It came down to Bret Hart, whose brother had passed away the previous day against the Million Dollar Man TV, Ted DiBiase, and that's the match where I was convinced after Bret lost and he stood up and he's and he just said to himself, "Fuck." That's what convinced me wrestling was real. Yeah, I remember you going over the. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so that was the first and to this point only Survivor Series match that we've seen so far. Fast forward now, one year later, we are back at the Survivor Series. We're going to be watching another four-on-four man. What year are we in? This is now 1991. Mm. Yeah, so it's one year after the match that we saw way back in episode 10. So we'll just kind of talk about the different competitors are on each team. The way that I think will probably make the most sense, I'll talk about the guy, somebody on the good guy team, Mm. and then whoever he was feuding with on the bad guy team. So it'll be four versus four. Fuck, that's gonna... It's gonna be quite the explanation. No, it won't. We've already seen a good chunk of these guys. So it's not gonna be a huge deal for uh, for a lot of them. Uh, Okay, so are you ready? I am. Great. First guy... The British Bulldog. He was last seen in episode 20, the lightning round, uh, Ryan's favorite episode that we've done so far. Uh, Do you remember how in the lightning round, one of the matches was the British Bulldogs and they broke a gentleman by the name of Jack Foley's jaw during that match? Was he bleeding? Uh, He wasn't bleeding, but he couldn't close his mouth. Yeah, I do. do. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So the guy who broke his jaw, this is not him. This is the other guy. This is the nicer of the two, two British Bulldogs. So that match is currently ranked 13, just in case you were curious. Any any science analytics folks out there? This uh, is when we did the several matches in a... Yeah, this is where yeah, we were sweating right. out of our eyes. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the British Bulldog, basically big, strong man, good guy with long braids for some reason, and I don't know why. There you go. But we've already seen him. So he's he's, again, he's a British dude. Uh, he's very strong. Uh, I'm not going to speculate on whether or not he was on any sort of performance enhancing drugs, but it's certainly possible. Anyway, his opponent, so the first person on the bad guy team, is the Warlord. He's an even bigger, even stronger guy. He's built like a wall, um, like, I don't know, one of these walls here somewhere, an outside wall, not an inside wall. Uh, he and the British Bulldog do not like each other because of muscle stuff, probably. <laughs> It's like nice. <laughs> two two big muscle men yeah. like hey i got i got better muscles than you and he's just like fuck you no you don't and then they don't like each other makes sense i get that i've i've been there you and i didn't even speak for our first number of years knowing each other because we were a couple muscle of muscle, yeah. muscle yeah. bros uh okay so next guy on the good guy team somebody that we've seen a couple times now uh brett hitman hart so we've seen him twice. We saw him back on episode 10. He was the final uh, member of the dream team when he lost to uh, Ted DiBiase. Uh, and again, we saw him in episode 18, where he won the Intercontinental Championship against Mr. Perfect. That ran. That match is ranked number six currently. So overall, Bret Hart's done pretty well for himself in the, in the match rankings. You've seemed to have enjoyed his body of work so far. Uh, so currently, fun fact, Ryan is one and one in Bret Hart matches. And another fun fact, Bret Hart and the British Bulldogs, uh, British Bulldog are brother-in-laws. So British mm. Bulldog is married to Bret Hitman Hart's sister. If you remember, Bret Hart has like 10 siblings and all the boys became wrestlers and all the girls married wrestlers. So yeah, yeah. fun little yeah. fact there. Uh, so <clears throat> since the last time we saw Bret, again, he won the Intercontinental title against Mr. Perfect. 
uh, back in episode 18. He's still the Intercontinental Champion, has not lost that title yet, uh, still a technically proficient good guy, and he is feuding with a gentleman by the name of the Mountie. The Mountie is an evil member of the Royal Canadian Mounted Police. You look like Sorry, you... I did a Royal Canadian thing today. What? <laughs> what does that mean? I just I I recently have seen Royal Can it's Royal Canadian Bank, so that just oh okay yeah sorry that's just. Do you know what a Mountie is? Sounds like that's a no. <laughs> no, no, I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's like so. a dude on horseback. Like they usually Sounds wear like a like mounting a... type of like. What are you mounting a horse? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mounted, yes, a mounted policeman. Mountie, a mountie. Yeah, yeah. They wear all red. Uh, they're sort of like famous Canadian police officers. They're like Texas Rangers, but you know. Canadian, so they're more polite. Okay. But yeah, he's an evil one of them. He's, oh, a, he's a bad uh. guy. He his his weapon. So a lot of as you've probably gathered, a lot of guys in the eighties and nineties, they have sort of like a, a shtick about them. Like, I bring a snake to the ring, or like I cut people's hair, or like <laughs> whatever. This guy brings uh, a stun gun. So he has like a what's called a cattle prod. So there's a big stick. It's fucking fake, but it's a big Oh, that's fake. <laughs> Yes, and because I'm saying it, you know it's fucking true. Yeah. But anyway, he takes this cattle prod and he like sticks it in guys' ribs or whatever, and he shocks them, and they play like a electricity sound effect over the house mic or whatever to like drive home the fact that it's like. Well, we'll sort that out. Yeah, no, we'll sort match, that. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's fake. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so he does it either to cheat, so sometimes he'll cheat and cattle prod people, or he does it after the match just to be an asshole. So uh, he did. Want, or he wants to beat Bret Hart for the Intercontinental Championship. He previously cattle prodded Bret Hart. Yeah. <laughs> so they don't like each other. Yeah. All right. Uh, next. So the third member of the good guy team, his name is Virgil. Virgil is the former bodyguard slash crony slash henchman of the million dollar man, Ted DiBiase, who we've also seen a couple times now. Uh, he's now seen the light. He's rejected the evil DiBiase's orders and he's struck out on his own man. And he's trying to make a name for himself. Unsurprisingly, he is feuding with Ted DiBiase. So Ted DiBiase is the third member of the bad guy team. Uh, last saw him back in episode 10. He was the captain of the million dollar team. Uh, fun fact, as we already alluded to, this match takes place one year after the last Survivor Series match that we watched. And it also features Bret Hart on one side and Ted DiBiase on the other side. So now one year later, they're on opposing sides as well. Uh, so since losing Virgil as his manager, Ted DiBiase gained a new manager. Uh, you might be familiar with her. Her name is Sensational Sherry. She's the former manager of Macho Man Randy Savage. If you recall, she started putting the boots to him and beating him up after he lost his career yeah, versus career cool. match. Mm -hmm. So yeah. the same show, <laughs> after he was forced to retire, she jumped ship and went over to Ted DiBiase. So. As she should. <laughs> Big, big sensational Sherry fan over here. Uh, so Ted DiBiase is out to humiliate Virgil and prove that he made a mistake turning his back on DiBiase. So makes sense so far, yeah? yeah oh, yeah. <laughs> why, why are you saying it like that? I just, let's bring it on. <laughs> bring it on. All right. So only one guy left on each team. Uh, the team captain of the good guy team. If you can take a look. Uh, yeah, I figured it has something to do with your fucking shirt <laughs> why do you have to say it like that why you gotta be a dick about it anything to do with your wedding the kilt we'll get to that so anyway <laughs> so the team captain yeah. 
of the good guys. His name, Rowdy Roddy Piper. Have you heard of him before? No. That name's not even familiar? Uh, no, is it Scottish? Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he wears a kilt. Uh, but yes, he. I would say that Roddy Piper is up there with like Macho Man in terms of like being... We haven't seen him yet. Uh, Roddy Piper? In a kilt. No, we have not. This is the first is it, Roddy okay. Piper match okay. that we have seen. We've heard him on commentary, but we have not yet seen him uh, in a match just yet. But he's he's up there again, like I said, with like a Ric Flair or a Macho Man. I would put them inside of sort of the same sort of pedestal of like level of icon in Noted. pro wrestling. Um, so he's one of the most well-known wrestlers of the 80s and the 90s. He's one of the best talkers of all time. He made his name as a bad guy. He was actually... We talked about WrestleMania a few times. The main event of the very first WrestleMania was Hulk Hogan and his teammate versus Roddy Piper and his teammate. So he kind of na- made his name for himself as like a really, really great bad guy. But people loved him so much that, you know, he turned into a good guy. So he just had the same shtick of being a brash, obnoxious dude, but then he'd kind of turn it against bad guys instead of the audience. Okay. Which is a pretty common thing for uh, for good guys. Uh, he was also the first pro wrestler to star in a major mo- movie motion picture, uh, John Carpenter's They Live, which I'm sure you've never seen. Nope. I, that's fine. I, I, <laughs> that one I will give you a pass on. I would not expect, but that was... Let's not meet the parents of part of the trilogy. <laughs> right. <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, no one gets milked in that. <laughs> um, so as we mentioned, Piper was Hulk Hogan's first major rival. Uh, he was such a rival to Hulk Hogan that he was actually featured as the main bad guy in Hulk Hogan's 80s cartoon show, the Hulk Hogan Rock and Wrestling. So, again, fun fact. It was a cartoon show. Yeah, I used to watch it. Yeah, in the mid, mid-80s, mid they had a Hulk Hogan cartoon with a bunch of wrestlers in it, and Hulk Hogan was the main good guy. Roddy Piper was the main bad guy. Nice. So, uh uh, more fun. I know, I'm just full of fun facts here today. So I did meet Roddy Piper one time. Mm. He's a very nice, gracious man. Uh, also, to kind of further this Roddy Piper connection, when I was seven years old in school, uh, there was a point where I pretended to walk down the little sidewalk area down to the the field, the playground. Uh, I was walking as if I was Roddy Piper at WrestleMania Seven. So I was walking with a pronounced limp because oh. he had been in a motorcycle accident. And so I was uh, pretending to be Roddy Piper in my head and a kid or not a kid, a teacher went up to me and she was like, are you okay? So right. I was a very convincing yeah. pro wrestling walk. Is, is where, where did you meet him? Was it here? Like, Yeah, I was at a casino uh, around here. Like a signing or something? He was doing like a, like a, it was like half stand up, half just like storytelling show. And so, yeah, I went to go meet him and I, I think I have his autograph on oh. his, uh, his book. She got it on the shirt. I, well, I didn't have, I just got this shirt actually <laughs> for my last birthday. Also, as you mentioned earlier, uh, I made my entrance to my wedding to the same music that he <laughs> entered to the ring on the Scottish folk song, Bonnie Lasso 5e on the bagpipes. Yeah, I never knew where they came from, but. Um, what, the kilt? Yeah. I floated it out to my wife as just like. I didn't think she was going to go for it. This was not something I was digging my heels in and saying, we need to have kills yeah. for the wedding. But like, she was all about it. So I was like, fuck it, I'll do it. Yeah. 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 So, so uh, you brought it up and she like really yeah. brought it to the, brought it to the table. She was all that. about it. And so nice. I was like, you know what? That's cool. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I'm, I'm glad we did. And I mean, you know, the Scottishness. Did uh, your, uh, like groomsmen wear, mm-hmm. like, oh, they did. Yeah. All my groomsmen wore kilts. 
All my groomsmen did. Uh, my ring bearer, my nephew, he did. He's, nice. he, at the time, he was like, I don't know, eight, eight or nine. <laughs> Uh, my dad considered it. He did not, but, uh, uh I, I know he, he wanted to, but, uh, yes, all my, all of my groomsmen and myself <laughs> okay. all, all did that. Good stuff. Um, okay. So that's just a little bit of backstory about Piper. So leading up to this match, Roddy Piper had largely been commentating for the past year or so. So he, he was on TV a lot, but he was in a commentary capacity. Uh, however, wouldn't you know it, it was his commentary that led to a problem with a newcomer to the World Wrestling Federation, somebody who had not yet been in the World Wrestling Federation, and the captain of the bad guy team, a man by the name of... The Nature Boy, Ric Flair. Yeah. So we've seen... Two talkers. Two big talkers. Uh, So this is an important moment. So for the past decade, you had the WWF, Hulk Hogan's the top of the WWF, and you had your WCW led by Ric Flair. So while their characters were drastically different, they were both the top stars of their respective companies, and a potential match between those two guys was considered to be a huge dream match, but it wasn't ever possible until right now. So Flair, just in case you were curious why WCW would let this guy go, and he's kind of like their main top star, uh, he had a dispute with management, this uh, this was especially notable because at the time of his departure, when he left WCW, he was actually their world heavyweight champion. So he wasn't just like a guy in the card. He was the guy. He was the champion. And not only that, but he had the physical title belt with him. Uh, he claimed that because he put down a $25,000 deposit when he won the title, that unless they paid him that deposit back, he wasn't going to give them the fucking belt, which makes sense. <laughs> Stands to reason. So leading up to Flair's arrival, contractually, he was still with WCW at this point. But leading up to that, he actually mailed the WCW title over to the WWF. And they had a bad guy manager, Bobby Heenan, parading the WCW title around WWF TV, claiming that the real world's champion was coming. And basically, Hulk Hogan was just, uh, you know, not the real champ. Ric Flair, he's the real guy. So, um... When Flair finally showed up, he revealed that he hired Bobby Heenan to be his financial consultant, which was a silly term basically to give Heenan an excuse to outwardly root for Ric Flair on commentary in Flair's matches, which is always fun. And he also hired former Intercontinental Champion Mr. Perfect as his executive consultant, uh, who we also saw him lose to Bret Hart back in episode 18. Okay, so when Flair's arrival took place, the majority of the commentary team besides Bobby Heenan refused to acknowledge Flair's title. They only recognized Hulk Hogan as the one true world champion of the WWF. This was especially true of Roddy Piper, who took pleasure in insulting Flair and his whole team of Perfect and Heenan uh, at every opportunity, including spitting on the WCW title at one point, Mm. which is funny not just for the sake that he did it, but also if you're WCW, you're probably real fucking pissed that the WWF had somebody spit on your title. But either way, so all these slights eventually boiled over, leading to a confrontation between Ric Flair and Roddy Piper. Would you like to watch a video of that confrontation? <laughs> yeah, of course. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. So that what we're seeing right there mm-hmm. is uh, Piper on the right, Vince McMahon in the middle, and Macho Man Randy Savage, ah. who again was forced to retire uh, on the left-hand side. So they're the commentary team there. All right, here he comes now. His opponent, soon to be making his way to the ring area. 
the... He looks what? He looks regal. Regal. Woo. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Rick Flair looking over this way. Hot Rod. doesn't know that Flair's gone. <laughs> he just hit Vince. <laughs> All the drama right now. Just so much. Of, like, I mean, it's not Matt drama, but it's, you know, concrete drama. This is real out in the streets drama. Yeah, yeah, street drama. Who's on probation? Macho Man. Macho Man. He's retired. You know, he lost the retirement match, so he can't get physical with people. Oh, to call probation? Uh, we'll talk more about that. <laughs> All right, so that that's the uh, that's sort of the the build up to the match that we're going to be watching here today. And I did so I just watched this last night, like this little clip that that we just showed. Mm-hmm. I think that's the first time that Vince McMahon was ever involved in like a, a physical angle, physical mm. storyline. I don't remember that ever happening before this. It's fitting that you hit with a chair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It is it is pretty fitting. But if any big wrestling fans can think of a of a time where Vince was involved like physically in a in a, a storyline prior to to this which this was uh i think october of 92 uh or october of 91 actually uh i'd be very curious to to see slash hear about that so let me know but okay last little bit i'll say before we actually watch the match so this match we're going to be watching here today ryan it's flair's first appearance on pay-per-view for the world wrestling federation so it's sort of his pay-per-view debut first big match that he's a part of you're going to notice when we watch the match that when rick flair is parading around with his belt they do like this pixelization they digitize it so you can't actually see the belt um the reason in storyline the reason was because WWF management refused to recognize Ric Flair's claim of being the real world champion. So Mm -hmm. that was in storyline. The real life reason that they digitized the belt was because um, WCW was pissed that Flair brought their property to the WWF, and so they threatened Flair with legal action. So in this clip that we just watched, he had the real WCW title, but then within about a month or so, uh, they started giving him these other belts, and they would just pixelate it out so you couldn't tell it wasn't the real WCW championship. Oh. So there you go. More drama. More drama. That's legal drama. Yeah. Meanwhile, we got the street drama right here. <laughs> and with that said, that's the build up to this uh, fucking match. Anything on your mind, Ryan? Any Ryan? Ryan's Carter! There's nothing more that I like than a fresh cut line. 
or anything like that. No, I'm just ready. I'm ready to go. We went through the cloning. Cloning can be Ryan's corner this week. Um, but yeah, I think that's about it. So we'll take a brief commercial break. Come back. You get to hear a little bit of the audio of the match. And then when we come back, we'll tell you about our thoughts on the match. So thanks, everybody. And look at this. Piper's pointing. He wants flair. He wants flair. He don't want nothing. He's pointing to the guy over there selling cokes and hot dogs. Are you kidding? He wants wants the self-proclaimed champion. Well, if he wants the real world's champion, I'm quite sure that the real world's champion will be more than glad to oblige him. Look at the look on Hot Rod's face. He wants in there. Nice reversal by Davy Boy. Oh, look at this power sample. disqualified every participant that was battling in the ring except for one man who is the sole survivor and the winner all right everybody we are back uh it occurred to me after we signed off before the commercial i never actually updated people on what ryan's record was so just so everybody knows so ryan going into our match here today was at a 15 and 13 record he was on a one week losing streak but that ends today but that did not end today <laughs> so uh he did lose the match he predicted that the good guy team rowdy roddy piper's team was going to win the match and wouldn't they did but Ric Flair, he and his team of no-gooders, his no-goodniks, they took it. That brings Ryan to 15 and 14. Man, feel, you're almost back down to 500. I feel like I always pick the right the right team, regardless of wins or losses. <laughs> I always pick you. Well, you moral, always pick the team with Bret Hart so far. Road. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. And that's a two-week losing streak. So Okay. <laughs> we'll see. I don't know. I'm very curious. Now that I'm kind of looking this stuff over... I'm very curious to see kind of what your record at the end of season one ends up being, if you're above or below 500. I guess if next episode, well, we'll see if you're, you'll either be above it or you'll be at 500. At 500 would seem appropriate, (laughs) but we'll see. You're going to try to throw this fucking trick match. No, I'm not going to. I've never done that. Not once have I done that. So I guess we should go to the notes. I guess. Did did you? It sounded like you. If you would have asked me before we watched, but I know I try to avoid getting into this because every time I say something, 
you like take it to extremes. Like, so if I say like, oh, it has pretty good commentary, then you like start picking the commentary <laughs> apart. So I tried to like not do these yeah. things, but I thought for sure, yeah, Ryan's not going to really like this match, but it sounds like you liked it more than I thought you were going to. I did like it. It was, uh, it was a good match. It but was... then when you were trying to go through like the reasons why you liked it, you're like, yeah, it was pretty bland. It was a very bland match. <laughs> It just didn't have anything like so like like it's just what you expect from like 1991 like wrestling. That's like what it. It was 90s wrestling. It was consistent with Cons- what you would expect. Absolutely, yeah. I I and agree, I, and I I respect that. Yeah, and we will go through the notes. In my opinion, I thought that the match started out really fun, like with the Piper and Flair stuff. The middle sort of drug a yeah, little it was bit. Boring. It, it, was, it was a great match. Kind of boring. <laughs> But uh, but yeah, anyway, so okay, let's just get into the notes. So you have all the entrances. Uh, it seemed like you didn't really remember Ted DiBiase. You didn't even know he was with Sensational Sherry who beat the fuck out <laughs> of Macho Man. There's a lot of fucking guys to remember in that match. So <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't like, uh, yeah. You haven't even watched 30 yet, pal. Anyway, so then we had the Mountie who you said looked like a drill instructor. Yes. Apparently you thought that was going to make him like a good wrestler or something. Yeah, I don't know what I thought about. I, 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 I just thought there's going to be something of him. You kind of hyped him up a little bit in the. I don't think I did. Just said he was a mounted a police officer. Like, yeah, just said what his character was. I didn't hype him up. Like and a highway patrolman? Is that kind of like... <laughs> <laughs> he's an he's a evil member of the Royal Canadian yeah. Mounted Police. That's what I said. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I thought Drill Sergeant when he came out, but that makes sense too. Like, mm-hmm. like a little Canadian police officer. It is. Now that I think about it, I never actually put two and two together on this before. He's the Mountie, which is, again, Royal Canadian Mounted Police. Doesn't mm. even fucking ride a horse out to the ring. What the? That doesn't even make any sense. Yeah. Anyway, uh, then you had the warlord, your favorite. Uh, yeah, yeah. Sure like Mark McGuire, <laughs> uh, because he he trains so vigorously and probably eats a lot of like steak and yep. salmon and stuff like that. Yeah. What was it specifically? I have it in my notes later, but what? That's right. So you're. So when I asked you, because we were both mesmerized by how large this this human being was. What? When I asked you, would you put him above Shingo? Because as since episode two, we've sort of had this running bit where, you know, when we see somebody like, hey, would you, you know, are you more scared of that guy? Would you less like to fight him over Shingo? Answer has always been no. For this one, your strategy was break him mentally. Yeah, he strikes me as like the character in every show or movie that like he looks like a this big, you know, unbreakable tough guy. Yeah, and then menacing. It just tears start pouring, you know, as soon as like, you, you know, hears about like his grandma or his kitten or something <laughs> like something like that. It just breaks him down. And yeah. like, that's 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 who he struck me at. You just find that Achilles heel and you, just, yeah. you worm your way into it. Yeah. Like that makes it makes a lot of sense. Uh, then finally, we have Ric Flair arriving with Mr. Perfect. And then he has his uh, his title belt, which, as we mentioned earlier, they uh, digitized. <laughs> what they call it on there. Oh, man. Uh... Oh, no. What did they call it? They video distorted. Is that what it was? The video like distortion yes. on the title belt. Yes. Uh, um, and then we have... Sixth grader from <laughs> editing. <laughs> it's a big black splotch. That's all it had to be. Uh, so then you have the good guys. You had Bret Hart. Virgil, who... Virgil. My guy, Virgil. Why? I don't understand why you... Nobody gives a... Sh- okay, actually, fun... <laughs> I the, the, the show... The episode of Fun Facts, episode 24... Do you remember, gosh, this had to be probably about four to five episodes ago. I had you read 
a ridiculous Instagram caption about meat sauce and Olive Garden and stuff like that? No, you don't. Remember. I remember some. I, I I know I did this early on. I, yeah. Well, I mean, it wasn't that long ago, yeah. but it, it's been at least a, a okay. couple months. Sure. But anyway, that was Virgil. Virgil now is talking about meat sauce mm. and how he he eats you know breadsticks and he's got marinara, you know, in his in his veins and yeah. stuff like that. That's Virgil. I mean, that's who I saw him as today. <laughs> that is just your all American, like real, like you can't break that guy down. He is actually. Virgil, just so you know, not that it, I'm not trying to color your opinion in any way, but Virgil is sort of like a running joke now in, in pro wrestling. I mean, he, I saw him fight his heart out out there. You <laughs> can't ever take that away from him. That's true. Did he, did he get knocked out, tapped out? He was out there to the very end, to the bitter end. Bitter end. Bitter end. Yeah. Uh, he had British Bulldog with his beautiful braids and sequins. Uh, then he had Rowdy Roddy Piper. Who I had to clarify to you what his name was. Yeah. Do you understand his name now? Well, I mean, just it was that one was in quotes. But yeah. His other name wasn't also his real name either. Well, Roddy. His name is Roderick. You, you don't put and quotes. And then Roddy. You don't put quotes it's, if it's a shortened version of your name, Ryan. I mean, I'm just saying it's a, it's a nickname. Like and so Ken Ra- Griffey Jr. wasn't Ken in quotes Griffey Jr. His no. real name was probably Kenneth. That do you know that? Do you do I need? I don't need to find out that. But like it you may don't, have been, I've actually never short versions of names. You don't need to do quotes for Roddy is fine. Roddy is a nickname. It's a shortened version of your name. Roddy is a nickname. Yeah, Roddy for Roderick. Yes. Yeah. Roddy. That's a, that's like a nickname type. Sure. I'm just saying he had like two nicknames and then Chipper. Ra- okay, baseball boy Chipper Jones. Yes. Chipper never had a you know a little quotes things around them. Rowdy and Roddy aren't different enough to read or like quote <laughs> it. You could just like make it one thing. You know. You could. You could. Yeah. I guess uh, we'll move on. Anyway, so you had Piper. Um, there was a lot of spitting at the beginning. Piper you know, I, I guess there, you mentioned it. I didn't see a lot of spitting. I must have missed. I, I've seen some more distinct spitting in my in my time <laughs> but i believe that there probably was so right yeah. uh, I, mean, I just i just missed it so. the ryan quote at the split at the spitting part was i appreciate what it means i do <laughs> i do um, spitting but i think I, I, it has a totally it, it this one thing after this podcast is long over i'll never forget how the wwe just wrestling in general handles spitting it's like not that big of a fucking deal like um yeah, I mean it's it's it. It's just like expect you spit on your opponent, like right. You just do that. It's not. It's not every right. You're overstating. You things just a bit. spit on them. Like, it's not unheard. They're of. down. You fucking spit on them. Like <laughs> certain people. They're dead. You spit on them. Like I don't know. It's just. <laughs> it's just all the fucking time. Okay. There's a lot of spits. <laughs> There's a lot of spits. I I don't disagree. I'm just saying. My point was like, if you ever watch a football game, someone like spits right into like another guy's helmet it's like a big deal they like stop the game they fucking like watch it on cameras like the fans get involved that guy's probably suspended (laughs) yeah suspended there's a fine you know Mm -hmm. uh joe buck's like holy fucking shit like (laughs) and it's just like this huge thing in wrestling they just fucking do it and that's like you know you just get spit on yeah don't be a pussy just you know accept just accept brush it brush it off and you know spit back don't be a don't be a puss about it so uh, okay, match starts. Piper really wants Ric Flair in there. He doesn't get Ric Flair. Uh, DiBiase uh, starts out, but Flair got a little cheap shot on Piper. Uh, Piper had some pretty good offense. Uh, he 
crotched DiBiase on the ropes and then he started shaking the ropes. You remember yeah. that? Yeah, that was a fucking crazy move. <laughs> like, it's pretty good. Um, yeah. From there, DiBiase's trying to like crawl out of the ring. Sherry's trying to help him, but instead, Sherry gets pulled into the ring. Uh, jumps on Roddy's back, and then Roddy proceeds to kiss her on that the was, lips. That was, I think, the move that got the match going for the people. The, uh, uh, that, the crotch move? No, or the just lips like kiss? the lips kiss. <laughs> uh, <it> just, <laughs> you just don't see that nowadays. Uh, that's an that's a early 90s. In the world of Me Too, yes, it's, yeah. it's somewhat frowned upon to, yeah. <laughs> to kiss someone as an offensive yeah. weapon against them. Yeah. Uh, but, but Piper pulled it off very successfully, I would have to say. Yeah, she was only flailing like a little bit, like. Uh, but yeah, she was flailing a little bit. You know, they probably had a safe word that we don't know about. Yeah, I, I'm just, you know, just a little, it's just a little flailing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if she didn't say like banana, then it's uh, yeah. it's probably all good. Uh, Floria Piper punches. They that bit where there was a bunch of quick tags from the good guys. They're kind of uh, you know working on DiBiase's arm a little bit, uh, a little bit of back and forth. Let's jump in. Uh, there was more flare begging. It seemed less. Yeah, it wasn't as good. <laughs> you didn't there, like it there, before. No, I, I don't like the. I just I, it makes him look like a huge. He's is this Ric Flair? He's the beggar, right? Yeah, the huge pussy that like does this all the fucking time. Right. Yeah, it wasn't as like dramatic in this in this in this match. Right. Uh, he did it like two or three times, but it was yeah. less overt than uh, the Ric Flair versus. I don't know if that made it better or worse. Like at least when he does it, like he goes all in. Like it's like oh, that's a talk. You know, like right. Yeah, this it was just. Stupid. Very true. Yeah. Uh, we did see a leg up, so that's good. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. The Mountie stuff. Uh, the shitty bumps from the Mountie. I remember pointing mm. those out. I There's not a whole lot that I see where I'm like, Ryan could do a better job at that. But that was definitely one time I was like, I think Ryan could take a better bump than that. <laughs> um, Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, da, 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 da. You call the Boston Crab a wheelbarrow. I thought that was funny. More begging off. Uh, eventually, British Bulldog gets eliminated. Then the Warlord gets eliminated. And then it's three on three for a long time. And then eventually, so did, did the ending of the match make sense to you? Uh, no, there's a lot of chaos in the match. And they kind of just called it. So, so yeah, basically, what happened? It was <laughs> it was fucking weird. I don't. I guess I sort of know why they did it. I don't know why you have to protect Virgil of all people. So like Virgil apparently can't get beat. But either way. So what happened was, so like Flair and Piper, I think, are the legal men in the ring. They're brawling for a while. Eventually, like it was like a, a stands clearing brawl between both teams where like all the members are in the ring all at once. Flair gets tossed outside the ring. So he's basically just outside, uh, you know, licking his wounds, so to speak. Meanwhile, the other five are just constantly brawling while the referee's trying to separate everybody and get them back to their corners and nobody's listening to the ref. And so eventually the ref just gets fucking sick of it. So like a power trip a little bit or is this just like a... Um, I mean, they were technically breaking the rules. They they, they were not, you know, breaking and getting back to their corners. So, yeah. I mean, he was well within his rights to disqualify them. Uh, and like it did go on for a really fucking long time. It was at least a minute and a half of just everybody. Well, he rang the bell twice. Well, yeah. Well, the that's that's a common thing. We haven't actually seen that in wrestling much. But the first time the bell rings, hey, this fucking match is over. If they keep ringing it, that's basically like, please fucking stop what you're doing. Oh, okay. <laughs> so like they'll do. Like, I thought it was like matches back on. Like <laughs> <laughs> that would be good. Yeah. I would like that. But yeah. So since uh, Flair was the only one not involved in this big brouhaha in the middle of the ring he was the only one who did not get disqualified and so he won the match de facto yeah fucking 
bullshit. <laughs> Which I was mean, the big twist yeah. that you liked. I did to, like to, it. I did to, like it. I respect that twist. I respect that. I respect the ref coming out and saying, fuck you guys. Like, this is not going <laughs> I'm making the decision. Right. It kind of lasted a long time. Like, this boring-ass match kind of, like, went on and on and on. So, like, I was, you know, you just called it, you know? The boring-ass match that you liked. I did like it. <laughs> I did like it. I respect that it was just so down to its roots, in my opinion. Like, you know, like, that's... It's just raw. Yeah. yeah. Un- unfiltered. There was a point where your guy... Um, Rowdy, no. Uh, yeah. yeah, Rowdy. Rowdy, Rowdy. Piper. Yeah. He was smacking the shit out of, like, three guys in the... Yeah. That was... That was poster, like poster esque. I think is like that was that was a really solid moment. Do you have that. space in your apartment? If I got you a poster of Piper, yeah, it takes a lot. Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, seriously, like, can you like just right in between like smacks, and then you have the crowd <laughs> with like the flashbulbs like back there. That would be good. It was really, it was really good, and and I respected him after that. After I don't know that. why this isn't a classic wrestling moment, a la Hulk versus Andre or anything. That's uh, you you paint such a beautiful picture. It was a beautiful picture. I, I don't have to paint it. You can see it for yourself. <laughs> I think that's what really sold it. There were certain things that, that got it, it going, but that was just like. Did you did you like Piper? Yeah. At that, I mean, at that point, like he's not flashy. No, he's not. But he he looks like you're all American, like wrestler, like you know. I mean, he's Scottish, but uh, he's not really Scottish. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Sorry. Uh, he yeah. looks like. I mean, what is, what is it then? It's just you're all like he. So in in my opinion, and I again, I am wearing a Roddy Piper shirt, so I am a bit of a fan. Roddy Piper was authentic. He was like no one that you knew in real life, in all likelihood, but you could absolutely believe that's a real human being. Yeah, and, and that that's kind of I in guess, much the same way of Ric Flair. Like Ric Flair, I don't know any, one person that's like no, Ric Flair, no. but I absolutely believe that that's a real guy. <laughs> They're totally like on separate sides of the spectrum for me. Yeah. Like I when I haven't heard him. I mean, I kind of like saw the, the preliminary uh, preliminary like yeah. you know like uh, deal on here, but like does he speak like? Is he like? Does he have a Scottish ac- accent? Or? No. Okay, so he like he strikes me as like this fucking like John Gruden character out of like the nineties. Like John Gruden, he's a football coach. He's a very all American. Like okay. that's just what he. It, Piper's like frantic. Everything about Piper is frenetic energy, from the way he wrestles to the way he speaks. So all of his promos were just like almost like Robin Williams stand up. Mm. Is is if, if Robin Williams had been a pro wrestler. Uh, and taken an equal amount of drugs as the real Robin Williams, it would have been Roddy Piper. Maybe send me, a, maybe send me a, a link that I'll definitely watch. Yeah, I'll check it out. I'll, yeah. I'll try and find some stuff. We will. There's going to be more Piper okay. in the in the future. So we'll get I liked a him. I liked I liked the match. I liked him. He was he was good. I, yeah. I think his strength is as a character in the ring. Like he's not going to amaze you with what he does, but like the people absolutely buy everything that he's about, and I think that's. Yeah. A large part of the reason why he got cast by John Carpenter and They Live as like a leading man, considering he had very little acting experience, just because he has so much charisma about him. So yeah. uh, that's just my two cents there. Um, but yeah, so the match ends. Ric Flair wins. He's the only one who wasn't a big, big sh- uh, part of the big schmas. They were all gone. They were by the way. <laughs> they were all gone. And then uh, Piper runs in. He's pissed. In fact. I hadn't picked this up until we were watching it together. I could clearly hear Piper yell, "That's bullshit!" when he's out of the ring, running back in to go attack Flair, which was uh, which was fun. And so then the good guys clear the ring. They, 
you know, uh, send the fans home happy, so to speak. Uh, everybody's clapping, even though, you know, they, they did not win the match. But they got the moral victory. They got the, the moral victory. I think I've had two moral victory losses, I, I, if you want to go back. I think so. Two I, solid moral victory losses. I'm pretty it, sure the other moral victory that you're talking about is our other Survivor Series match. Because oh, you felt... It? surprisingly at peace with the fact that you had lost because been, yeah. Bret Hart gave it such uh, an A-plus for effort. My guy, Bret Hart. Your guy, Bret Hart. Your guy, Virgil. Your guy, Bret You're yeah. assembling a crew of guys. Yeah. I can't wait to see how yeah. this all plays out for you. I think it's science time. <laughs> I think it's time for the science. Okay, so we have 28 matches so far. This is going to be the 29th. Man, next episode is going to be episode 30. Or not episode thirty. It's going to be episode twenty-five, but it'll be match thirty. Uh, so let's let's figure this out. I will pass the list over to you, Ryan. It is a daunting, daunting list. See, at this point, I'm having like a I'm having a harder time every single week. I mean, not that I was having trouble. And on, coming like, from three. somebody who had to be reminded every single episode what Hulk versus Andre was from the very beginning, uh, I would say this is in my top ten. You would say this is in your top 10? Yeah, but like... Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah it was a good match. I enjoyed it. Um, but, okay, it was, but it was bland and boring. Yeah, like I'm thinking like it's like a number nine in my top 10. Like I okay. just... And I'm just feeling that. I don't really know what I'm moving around here. Uh, Dream Team versus... Do you need information from oh, me? Oh, yeah. I think I should just move to the new number nine. So you're saying that you would put it above the other Survivor Series match? Yeah, I think so. Um, uh, you don't, <laughs> you know, I don't what? know, Ryan. Yeah, well, I think it's, I think it's what I'm feeling tonight. Mm, but does the science check out on that? I would let's say compa- let's compare. Okay. Let's compare the two matches here. So that's, that's the territory we're talking. Let's compare. So we got Bret Hart on both and both. So that's an equal. Your Bret Hart quotient, scientifically the same. Okay. <laughs> uh, you got Ted DiBiase. Ted DiBiase, same in both matches. Okay. So we're even so far. So it's really neck and neck. Uh-huh. Uh, Warlord. Yeah. Uh, Undertaker. I think you got to give the edge to Undertaker. Mm. He's undead. He's got cool circles around his eyes. Um, I like the Warlord. Yeah, but, down, but I like... I, you're not going to break the Undertaker down mentally. Don't. I not don't like you are the Warlord. So I, I think you got to go... I want to be able to break him down. <laughs> All right? I respect that there's a guy in the match who looks uh-huh. physically that daunting, and you sure. can break him down. Right. Uh, okay, well, let's... Con- uh, British Bulldog. In this match, yep. last match, the number, the current number nine, the incumbent number nine, American Dream, Dusty Rhodes. Brits are cool. Now you're just making excuses here. <laughs> are you really putting this above one of my favorite matches of all fucking time? Are you really? <laughs> do- that match was like, listen, I'm the one who introduced you to this match. Like, so I'm not going to like. I mean, I think I'm, I'm not like, I'm just, I'm putting a very But this match together. was like not good. I legitimately was like, he's going to rank this. Not last, but probably in like the bottom five no, because it was, it was like kind of a boring match. It was a boring match. It was a boring match. Listen to yourself right it. now, Ryan. Why are you putting this number nine I, I, if it's so boring? I feel like certain choices are going to Are you sleep deprived? What's the rationale behind this choice? I fucking like this match. There's a post. If you had to have- watch one again right now, if I had to like sit you at gunpoint on that couch and watch one, which one did you pick? I, mean, I don't. Recall this like closely uh, the dream. You have thing. to rewatch that match. I'm gonna I'm gonna sit you down and make you rewatch the match. Do you do you choose to rewatch it again? Knowing no, that it's I kind don't of boring to rewatch it and again. pretty bland. No, that's not that's something I don't choose. But <laughs> but I have to go with 
what my heart says. No, you have to go with what the science says, Ryan. Does the science make this number nine? I think a part of my heart. You're okay. Your science is flawed. I'm just telling you right now. This, this, I do not co-sign on this ranking. This, that's okay. A bullshit ranking. I mean, so it's nine. I, so if, it's I, nine. if I were to move it higher, would that be that? Don't move it higher. It should be lower. I think it's in my top ten, and I think it's a number nine top ten. It's Fine, not, give me the it's fucking. On my, it's on my lower top ten. Fine. You, just sign that. Sign that up, Eric. Give sign me the up. reach more. I mean, that's fine. Is <laughs> say Eric's list of wrestling matches like? Well, it's shut up. <laughs> I'm just trying to point out flaws in in your scientific method. Sometimes I just don't think that your integers and, um, you know, cosine and tangent are all adding up in the way that they're supposed to. I think it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's just wrong. No, I think it's, I think it's, I think it's good. It's it's also weird that you're putting the two Survivor Series matches next to them, but whatever. Where the fuck would you like me to put it? I already said 20. (laughs) (laughs) I thought this is why this is what wrestling is to me. I mean, and that's what I respect about wrestling. For the record, yeah, I'm not going to get that mad about this ranking. You already did. I this is the most upset about a pick that you've been. No, yes, no, yes. Your list was invalidated the moment you put Chris (laughs) Champion versus Don Valentine at five. The second you did that, I know this whole fucking thing is bullshit. So we'll just keep going at this pace. Okay, it's, but it's at least the most upset you've been about seeing something get knocked down. I just, it's objectively not better <laughs> than the previous Survivor Series match. Objectively. But we will allow Baby to have their bottle. That's fucking a bullshit way to put it. <laughs> Not going to get all boo-boo face. Ba- Baby Ryan can suckle on his bottle, and we'll just move on to episode 25, the final episode of season one. What a lot of, so many twists and turns. Uh, anything else you want to say about the match, Ryan, about any of the participants? You want to clamor for Virgil? You want to talk shit about Warlord? I still have a picture in my mind. <laughs> of him fighting off all just four people? all three of them right in the corner, just sort of smacking the shit out of them. Like, it was solid moment, solid I, moment. Like, we'll go up. down as... One of my favorite moments. We'll see if you remember it next episode. <laughs> That's what I'm, yeah. <laughs> <I may not. laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure yeah. you won't. Uh, but who knows? Uh, all right, fine. Fair enough. We will close out the same way that we end every episode. Uh, here we are, episode 24, finishing out with Eric's wisdom tree. I'm going to give you a piece of advice, Ryan. A piece of uh, scientific uh, sentence word advice. Yeah. Okay. Uh, don't jump into lily pads. Yeah. Do you know why you shouldn't jump into lily pads, Ryan? I'm just thinking about like the actual like, phys- like the idea of jumping into lily. I mean, like I kind of I, is, is this there, like the idea of, is of there like cloning? A where is there like a saying that goes behind this? Is it something like like something that rhymes? An expression? <laughs> no, you're thinking of the TLC song "Waterfalls." I'm pretty sure. No. Don't go chasing waterfalls. This is don't jump into lily pads. I don't think that TLC what has. Are, what, are you, what are you saying? Don't jump into Don't jump pads. into lily pads, Ryan. Yes, what do you want me to say? That's your wisdom tree? That's my wisdom tree. What do you want me to say? I don't want you to say anything. So are you talking about literally jumping into lily pads? Yes. Actually, like if you see a pond and there's a shitload of lily pads, 
Stay away from the goddamn lily pads. Don't jump into those. This is bullshit. Do you want to know why? Yeah, is it bullshit, Ryan? Yeah, is it bullshit? It is. Why I, is it bullshit? Tell me, Ryan, because no, no, no. I have factual evidence as to why you shouldn't do this. This okay? I'm not. I'm not. What's your debunking? I'm say this time. your fucking lily pad thing. I just. I don't you know why. I don't know like why this are. is coming out. Okay, what? Tell me. <laughs> I want to. I want to hear why. Because lily pads have vines that go down into the bottom of the pond, and so you could very easily get tied up in the lily pads if you choose to swim amongst them. So you should stay away from them. Fucking stupid. You didn't know that before, Ryan. I did know that. And it's equally... I'm a great swimmer. Then how come you couldn't say it, Ryan? You didn't know that, so so this is new information. You're welcome for the wisdom that you did not have prior to coming over. No one with your in. number nine bullshit ring. No one, <laughs> no one jumps into fucking lily pads, Eric. No one. They won't now because I'm telling them not to, and I gave them factual evidence as to why. No one does that. Stupid, they won't now. You're stupid, welcome. It's fucking stupid advice. That's you're just you were gonna say that no matter what I said. All right. Anything else you want to mention? Maybe if I stuck around for your fucking wisdom tree and like. Why you gotta leave it on such a bland down note, Ryan? <laughs> people don't. People want us to to be friends with each other. They don't want animosity between the two. Just because you, you felt the need to get all hyped up on Fanta and talk about snakes last episode doesn't mean you need to get all up in my grill this <laughs> hyped episode. Up on Fanta. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Well, next episode. So I think I alluded to this um, before, but this is a four-episode arc. So ordinarily, every match is just kind of like whatever we feel like watching or we're like whatever I've decided, blah, 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 blah. This time, however, this episode was the first in a four-episode arc, leading us to the end of season one and beginning of season two. So all four of these episodes are interconnected. They are. I. What do you want me to fucking say? Like, I don't... I don't want you... You can just absorb the information. So, so next episode mm-hmm. is going to be Hulk Hogan versus The Undertaker. From just and that ties into this episode. That does. So this is going to be, okay. I believe, within well, definitely within one week of the match that we watched here today. So within one week, you had Hulk Hogan versus the Undertaker, and it has a direct tie-in with the match that we just watched here today. You never know; it might involve somebody going by the name of uh, the real world's heavyweight champion. You never quite know. You never know, but I believe there will be some tie-ins to our episode here today. Uh, So look forward to that in another two weeks. Episode 25, two weeks, end of season one. Be there. Can Ryan hit the 500 record? I fucking hope that he does. I hope he doesn't win. Ha ha. And if you're not hard, get hard. (laughs) (laughs) Once you get hard, stay hard. Take it sleazy, everybody. Is it a real person? Well, it's a dog. <laughs>